Hi everyone. I'm Sarika Karbanda, the host of Perspectives of Change, as you know. And today we have a very special guest and a very special topic. So, as again, I will start by introducing the show itself. Uh so Perspectives of Change is really dedicated to exploring how to not change forward by understanding and valuing multiple perspectives. because sometimes as change agents we just forget that our perspective is only one of the many perspectives out there uh with that introduction to the show let's dive into what is the topic that we have for the show today uh, and we have titled it as humanized business change from the heart and as i was talking to our guest speaker this is how she describes uh, something about this topic where she says the pandemic uncertainty and the virtual working today has literally brought a reset on humanity and the great resignation as we know it has kind of started bringing people you know waking them up and you know it has at least triggered that awakening of people around us and people are now starting to follow their purpose not just wanting to get paid you know salaries at the end of the month or week or whatever but they have started speaking up they've started liking to be appreciated for who they authentically are and businesses indeed today need to press that reshuffle button rediscover what their x factor is and start to put people first connect to the purpose that people then can make a difference with um but how do we do this i am not so sure and that is where we bring in our super guest and learn from her how do we change from the heart and create a vibrant workplace with that i would like to introduce our guest speaker for today and i'm hoping i'm going to pronounce her name correctly but she will tell us uh let's welcome alize hofmeister thank you and that is really nicely said and spoken uh pronounce my name Alisa Hofmeister yeah <laughs> perfect that was quite close okay so alisa tell us uh, does your name mean anything i mean alisa does does that mean anything yeah every um every name means something eh so uh, alisa means uh, noble and friendly which you are indeed Ooh. the little that i know you You are I hope so. Noble and friendly. Yes, of course. I I also know that I'm not always uh friendly, but I try to do my best and to care and to uh, be noble and friendly to others. Yeah. And also a bit for myself. Yeah. Indeed. It's very important to be friendly to yourself. Self-care is a little more important than being friendly to others. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> Right. So so Elise, I'm just going to drop a very short introduction for you. I'm not sure if I'm going to do justice to your amazing profile, but let me give it a shot and then I would definitely request you to, you know, jump in. So, uh I I know I met Elise when, uh, you know, during this journey in with agile people, you know, from the HR and the leadership perspectives and I definitely see Elise as a passionate people and change executive where she helps organizations to stay relevant to their customers, she enables them by reshaping their future way of working, facilitating a really fresh mindset that leads to company-wide flow and business agility. and that's also a big uh, space where elise is a thought leader in that field of business agile transformations and a little more in 
you know interesting profile piece that i picked from uh, elise's profile is that by unlocking the infinite human potential within an organization she is able to ignite new ways of working and thinking in large and complex organizations of course i want to dive into that a bit more elise's in just a few moments but i definitely just want to you know wrap your introduction up from my side by saying that she has also uh, started and founded twinster uh, i hope i pronounced that correctly yeah 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 very correctly okay. twinster <laughs> it's an english yeah. name eh? so that's more easy well um and she's also the creator of the people journey circle which we are going to talk about as a deep dive but primarily i'd love for you uh, elisa to add a little more to your introduction i'm sure i've I've not covered it all so tell us a little more about yourself. Yeah, thank you uh Sadika and uh also thank you for inviting me uh to your podcast. I feel uh, really honored and I uh we knew each other from the agile people but never met in person eh? so that is also uh, wow. <laughs> yeah it's always virtual. Yeah. Brilliant. And 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 look how connected and engaged we've become and I'm I'm so looking forward to you know maybe just flying in and saying hello and it'll be lovely to just meet you in person. Ah uh, that would be perfect that would be so nice. Yeah but not knowing each other in person eh, means also that uh the connection we have now uh is also pos possible virtual eh? so all the way we did the last two years eh, moving from face to face uh, working in a physical space and all of a sudden we needed to change to the virtual uh, world uh it is still possible to really create nice connections and maybe that's also important to know when you want to realize a change or transformations in your organization but that's for later in i think in all our topics um yeah what can i add to everything you already uh, said uh, to me well i think what is important and that's also why i wrote my book that is um really having the purpose and knowing what the purpose is so i really love to uh introduce myself also a bit by my purpose and my personal purpose is gather a team set up the expedition sail the waves and explore beyond horizons wow. it's not about discovering new landscapes but seeing things with different eyes awesome and this thank you and this purpose is yeah has uh, really become very important for me also the moment i was able to create my purpose i still know that and it's still in front of my mind um uh, the experience we had back then it was in uh, 2017 with a group uh, uh, of leaders i worked uh, at that moment and we started to uh, create uh, the purpose personal purpose and that moment after i think 3 days it was really intense um we dived into our crucibles and um a lot of stories came up nice stories personal stories emotional stories um and out of those stories uh, everyone created his or her pur purpose and uh, i also did and it also helped me uh to make decisions uh and prioritize not only the work but uh also in private life to make decisions what is really important for me and knowing this purpose and having this purpose also helped me um what is really important and of meaning 
for me and what my values are, my, my principles, um, and how to move on to the, to the future. So I decided that moment that the work that I did at that moment, uh, it didn't already feel very good. Mm. Uh, so I decided also to change uh, and moved uh, to uh, yeah, really the, the people side of change because that is my passion. Uh, working and living from purpose, that's also related to that. Uh, and two years later, I started Twinkster. And with Twinkster, we help organizations to really drive uh, people-led transformations. So that's connected to my personal purpose, but also with the organization. So that's really, yeah, the, having a purpose and, and working and living from purpose is really the foundation uh, for me. Love that, love that, and and I wouldn't I wouldn't have expected anything different, especially from someone like yourself. You know, you live and breathe the values that you're bringing to the world. So definitely, lovely to hear your purpose. And with that in mind, I think my my curiosity is still, you know, jumping on that interesting piece where you talk about by unlocking the infinite human potential within an organization. I am curious, what's your secret to that? Maybe I'm surpassing a couple of questions that I already have in my mind for you, but I'm just, I'm just super curious. What's your secret there? <laughs> yeah, the secret. Well, um, there is not just one thing you can do to unlock the potential eh, in uh, mm -hmm. the human potential in organizations because that would be pretty easy and then every organization should do that and um, um, yeah and, and then we create really great organizations uh, vibrant workplaces etc but there is one thing that is really important and that is also mentioned in the first value of Agile and that is putting people and interactions first mm. over processes and tools. So that is um, um, for me and in the way we work from Twinkster, uh, I'm not alone, but we are with more people. Um, when we start uh, transforming or helping organizations to transform, we first move to the purpose do you really know why you want this right and have the conversations about that but not only with the leadership of the management no with the people also in the organizations do we really know uh, why we are here what is the base of our organization the fundament mm. and for me the people and the purpose are the foundation so if you want to unlock that you really need to know who are your people? Mm. Who are the people in the organization? Do you really know them? And we know from research that there is a big gap between what the leadership thinks and what uh, people in the organization think and know and experience. So if you, if I must say a secret, then I would definitely say that uh, involve your people in all your interactions, communicate and know each other deeply. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. How much would we prefer to have like one silver bullet and then yay, this is how we create yeah. a workplace in all our organizations across the globe, right? So it would be interesting. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That would be very nice. <laughs> yeah. I know. So so we just spoke at least uh, twice already about, you know, a vibrant workplace. Maybe that's where we start, uh, you know, and lead lead some more questions. Maybe it'll be great to bring to our audience as to 
how do we want to define a vibrant workplace what does it mean to you personally and then let's probably talk a little about you know the people journey circle and how how we can build things around this vibrant workplace so i'll i'll let you drive with that yeah a, a vibrant workplace is i think for everyone something else yeah? um and of course there will be similarities but um uh, and 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 if you know uh for instance and then you come also back to the employee experience yeah? uh how do we as employees experience our organization well then there are uh, three uh, core elements according to uh, jacob morgan um the guru of uh, employee experience and that is about culture and that is about uh, the physical and the digital environment and those three he says uh, create the overall space so if you if i must say what for me is a vibrant workspace that already starts when i enter the building of an organization and of course, I know we now work a lot uh, virtual, so that will be part of that building. Maybe in the future, we don't even have a building. Mm -hmm. But how are you welcomed? Mm -hmm. How do you enter the building? Eh? So imagine uh, you open the building. What do you feel? What is the vibe in the organization? Is there someone who is welcoming you, uh, who's talking with you, who says hello in the morning? I have uh, a lot of organizations where uh, I worked before, where I came in and no one said hello. Mm. And then I thought, hmm, okay, what's going on in here? So a vibrant workplace is also uh, uh, having attention for each other. Um, and next to that, of course, uh, the energy, the flow you feel, and not everything will always be perfect in the workplace. Um, and I think a nice example is that um, what I will never forget and what for me really uh, is an example of working with passion in your organization and feel energy and vibe is we worked with a team uh, on the transformation uh, in, in, the, in the company and um, we really had a lot of on our plate. But we all had a passion for change, for trans leading transformation and uh, helping people in the organization to move through that change, to know what is necessary, how can we go on, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And, um, uh, uh, and because of this passion and the energy we put in, uh, we were able to manage the work and to, uh, to create a great experience for the people in the organization. But there is more necessary to do so because you can work from passion, but all of a sudden the work can become too much. And um, uh, so what we also did, we always had lunch together mm -hmm. and we sometimes had dinner together or did fun stuff together to get to know each other, to really know what is behind you, behind eh, the face I see now from you. But what is going on in your mind? How do you feel maybe at home? Because everything also at home and especially in change or in transformations, everything what is going on at home um, becomes even more important when you are in an uncertain situation. So in that team, we, uh, we, yeah, we, we get to know each other really, uh, really well. So in the morning, when uh, we looked at each other in the face or in the eyes, we could already see, okay, this is not your day today, is it? 
Huh? No, it's not. And then sometimes we also send one uh, at home. We said, okay, we do the work today and you take a day off. So that is also part of um, being able to speak up, to see what's going on, caring for each other. Um, yeah. Love what you said. Reminds me of a number of organizations I've probably worked in. And one of those examples that I will share here with you is, you know, just joining an organization and entering it on the first day. The only thing that happened that day in that organization is people just smiled at each other, even if you didn't know each other. And that itself was so welcoming. And I was just moving in the corridor and I was like, anybody who passes by through the corridor just smiles at you. And I was like, we don't even know each other and smile and say, hey, hello, good morning, good evening. And I was like, wow, that's such a lovely feeling, you know, and yeah. just gotten there and it was my first joining day. This is like more than 15 years ago. But yeah, it was such a warm feeling. So like you said, you know, just that internal connect, caring for a person with just a smile, even that can make so much of a difference. And it gives you the vibes of what the company culture might be about or you know, even when we get into like Zoom spaces today, so you brought in this brilliant combination of the culture and the physical and the digital piece, right? How, what happens when the Zoom doors open up and then you are in like a Zoom space <laughs> or any virtual tool space and just taking Zoom because we are on Zoom at the moment, but it's interesting when, you know, so let's say when you join and I'm like, hey, Elise, how are you? I mean, that connect itself to the person next to you and whoever is entering, I think that just makes a hell lot of a difference, you know, especially in the past two, two and a half years now. I think, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I, I can so connect to your point in so many ways and the way people are, you know, connecting to that purpose and working with each other as individuals and people, really people behind the people or like you rightly said. So, yeah. So yeah, it's it's really also about the hospitality, yeah. And a smile can make so much difference in the day. It's uh, and and I always try to say also to my children uh, when you um, go to are visiting someone or someone is entering your house, then you also would welcome someone. Yeah? You yeah. you you smile and you are happy that they are there. Why should that be totally different in the workplace? Yeah. Because we love to work there, isn't it? And not always it's fun. Uh, I know eh? sometimes there can also be different uh, difficult situations. But yeah, it's, it's the one thing and the easiest thing almost to do is smiling and caring and paying attention to each other. Yeah. Totally agreed. And you mentioned a very important point, and that's probably one of the questions. And maybe this is the point where I do bring up the amazing book that you've written. And I'm just showing that for our video users, but for our listeners on the podcast, I'm going to say that, you know, Elise has come up with this wonderful book called Purpose Driven People Creating Business Agility and Sustainable Growth. And as you can see, that's where, you know, she brings in talking from the heart there. So we are going to talk about humanizing and, you know, the people journey circle from there. But just before dining, uh, diving into that, I already, so I've read not the whole book, but I think I'm getting there. Like I told you just before we got onto the podcast, I'm so yeah. biased now, uh, not because it's your book, Elisa, but it just happens to be a great book, which is full of storytelling. And I love stories. 
and it's it's just so phenomenally written that in addition to my kindle version of the book i actually got the print version of the book i was like oh i can't just do with the printed you know without a printed version i just have to have it so thank you so much first of all for writing this wonderful book and to our amazing listeners if you haven't read the book i think it's worth a read so i'm definitely going to own up for it please read this book it's awesome <laughs> thank you for your recommendation shubhika Pleasure. Yeah, nice. So, so here's the question. You do talk about two pieces there. You talk of a difference between a change and a transition, right? And I'm just so yeah. curious. for you, for me, you know, it's all about change, and I'm always fond of it. So, tell me, how do you differentiate between change and transition? Let's start with that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fun, huh? Because we we always mix up change and transformation. So, what is really uh, what is really the difference? And I um, uh, we we discussed already uh, before uh, about this topic. So, I uh, I searched for it in the dictionary, <laughs> and uh, in the dictionary, uh, change is described as to substitute or replace something. And transformation is def- defined as a complete change. So there, the change comes in again, usually into something with an improved appearance or usefulness. Ah. And okay, does that really make sense, or does it explain what the difference is? Um, not sure. But if I look at change or transformation, then. Um, that is what is said also eh, to replace something. Mm. So if one tool is not working, then sometimes we replace it by another tool. Eh? Mm. I have uh, 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 worked with a leadership team who was really firefighting, and they said, "Oh, we need to do it in a different and a different way of prioritizing, etc." Okay, then um, uh, well, th- there's a whole story behind it, but. Uh, let's start to work uh, with an Obea. Obea is an, a tool to visualize your governance, um, but it's not about the tool. You can replace a tool, tool then that will change. Huh? That's the change. But if you start working with it and in the in the same way as before, and don't change your communication style, your leadership style, your behaviors, your values, your principles, etc. Then nothing will really change. If you are able to change that, that's for me transformation, because that's something in ourselves, in the people. Beautifully and for said. me, that is a difference between change, replacing from one structure to another structure, and okay, that's change. Um, transformation is really in the people, in our behaviors. Oh, very beautifully said, and of course, as we know, transformation really starts with the I and not the other person. So, yeah, I couldn't imagine it otherwise. So, uh, interesting that you know, um, dictionary definitions could bring out so much meaning with you know uh, the connects that we're having. But these are really small, simple words, but they're so deep. So, yeah, definitely yeah. makes sense to me. And maybe that's where I want to bring in this whole people journey circle piece that yeah. you've got because. uh if i remember correctly and i'm i'm now just uh putting my head there because i didn't make a note of that so it's you you do call it like a human approach that revolves around people and purpose and allows you to create some kind of a inclusive journey towards the future of work as you put it and i think it'll be lovely for us uh and you know for our audience and listeners also to know 
how do you define the people journey circle and what's the value that that is bringing in this future of work to us especially yeah. in the place that we have today in terms of the vuka being omnipresent everywhere yeah yeah and the the people journey circle i um it, it is a methodology that can help you in the in 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 the transformation to create business agility and um um it's also also uh, the, the 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 it's built uh, out of um uh, seven elements uh and that elements are not really necessary that you follow them in an order mm-hmm. so uh underneath the business agility or underneath the elements of the people journey circle there are some questions which i also call the business agility scan um and if you fill out those questions you will notice okay where do i need to pay attention to right. and why did i create the people journey circle because there are a lot of methodologies um in the past we had changes like reorganizations and we moved from a to b mm-hmm. and we people are very used to create a roadmap uh some tooling uh new ways of working like for instance scrum kanban uh all kind of tools but they are all visible and tangible mm-hmm. and that's what we love because that's what we can see and that's obvious only what we already discussed before having a real transformation eh, and changing the way we think about things and um especially in the world we live in today um there is no b anymore so we do not have a cookbook uh, that can say okay this is the recipe we do this this and that and then we are finished and we continue with what we always did mm-hmm. that's not the case anymore we see it now also in real life um uh, first we had covid now we have in europe uh, the war go- uh, going on um and that affects every time the business we do and the business we have so we need to be able to respond faster so and we always need to improve and to change but um i i i i love to say to move to a situation that we are able to continuously improve and to uh, move to a situation of sustainability mm. because change will always be there and we cannot be always and ever in a transformation so it's more the uh, yeah the normal situation where yeah part of our situation now and i think it will never go back to what we had before um so the people journey circle touch on the on the people side of change right and uh of course yeah, there are uh, we have the the etco methodology uh and there are more uh, the change curve uh the transition circle and uh, in the people journey circle they all have their place so uh, uh, they are all part of certain elements of um, uh, of the people journey circle which can help you move forward but there are extra things that connect um uh, the people in your organization uh, throughout your whole organization with a purpose so for me the the basic uh and the middle of the people journey circle are really the people and purpose 
There we start from, we create the strategy, the mission, the vision. What are our values and our principles? And from that moment, and we do that together with the people in the organization. And so it's not a top-down approach, but it's really uh, invitation-based. Um, now, and then we move on to the other elements, and that could be uh, the communication and awareness part, uh, or um, uh, identifying constraints. What are the constraints you have and how can we uh, improve them uh, and find a solution for it? Leadership, of course, different way of leading. Um, it's not only about the leadership, but also about distribution of leadership into the self-organizing teams. Um, the power of community and the collective of the intelligence. Um, and uh, building the learning organization. And then in the end, uh, yeah, being able to respond to all the things that come out of the ecosystem, but also your impact on the ecosystem. Oh, so great. that's a whole lot. <laughs> yeah, but like you rightly said, I, I love the fact that there's no cookbook to it. So if you are the change agent or a facilitator, you have to pick and choose. Maybe you've done your business agility scan and, you know, uh, or the you call it a business agility scan, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah there is. Correct. Uh, and, and what is the nice thing of it is if you do this uh, scan with uh, more teams in your organization, then you also will see, okay, in one team they score this and in another scheme, team they score that. And it's not about what you score, eh? but it's about the dialogue about it. So having the sessions that you can really see, okay, but we uh, we think that we are really doing well on our purpose and another team says, but I don't understand what we mean with it. Yeah. So let's and that's important. Yeah. 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 No, and I like the fact that you also said, so, you know, it's not about having this cookbook. So based on these no. aspects or scores of the scans, then you know where your starting points are. Where are you starting with one team versus the other? And then, you know, get and build those journeys together with the people who, like you say, I think in the book is also, they're the heartbeat of the organization, which is beautiful because that's where everything lies, right? And it's all about people and the first principle or the first value, individuals and interactions, right? So if you don't yeah, have people, exactly. where are you headed? So. Yeah, exactly. And and I think that's also a lesson learned eh, for myself uh, when we started uh, the first um, Agile transformation. Mm. Um, I, I, I really uh, knew very little uh, about Agile. And we really approached it from our siloed way. Yeah? So uh, we were with uh, uh, people from HR and people from marketing and from all kinds of departments, but we did not really work together and understanding what was going on. So from the beginning, uh, someone in the audience, when we, um, uh, when we explained, uh, when, when the transformation was announced, uh, they said, ah, do you actually know yourself what Agile means? because otherwise it would not be announced uh, so top down. Mm -hmm. And I think that th that is something that always stayed with me. And we took also a different approach back then. And we created a multidisciplinary team and started ourselves um, uh, to learn what it was and to experiment with it, but also in the whole creation of the journey, that's also, it's experimenting, improving and learning from it. And that is also very important um, in the people journey circle. 
it's about experimenting and see what what is necessary now because we have a future uh, which we imagine but you can only start from the now from what you have you cannot move from the cellar to the basement it's it's to the attic uh <laughs> sorry <laughs> from the basement to the attic that's that's not you cannot do that at once so that was really also a lesson learned for me and, and the people journey circle is also helps uh, organizations to create an iterative approach uh, really people-led and of course there are visible things that are necessary Um, and we and in, in the in the circle we combine that so the really visible part and the invisible part come together uh, in the whole uh, circle. Mm, nice. So I do have like a million questions popping up already, Elisa, and I can go on with this talk I think forever with you. But as <laughs> you know, we are going to time box this a bit. I've already got a lot of awesome pointers from you. Uh, one question I know that people have been asking, especially for those who could not participate today. So I can see uh, one question that's popped up and maybe that's what we'll probably use today as a wrap up question. What could be potentially, you know, two or three actions that someone could take to change from the heart to create such a vibrant workplace in the world that we live in today? any pieces of advice like two or three concrete actions i know you said there's no silver bullet i definitely align with you but if somebody would like to start what would you suggest um yeah i think th there are a lot of things you can do and it depends a bit on how your organization um functions at this moment huh? um But there is another principle of leading with Obeya, and that is go and see. Um, and that means um, go to the floor as a leadership team, as managers, have conversations with your people, and really start with challenging the things you are doing in your organization. So do we really know why we are doing this? I hear a lot of, and that's really very simple. Um, I hear often from people, oh, we have so much meetings. And uh, after the, at the end of the day, I only uh, yeah, had meetings, eight hours after each other, nine hours probably. And now I, I, I need to start to work. And then I say, okay, then something is totally going wrong. Yeah. So what you can do in that kind of situation, start asking yourself, do I need to be there? Why do we have these meetings? What do we want to discuss? And are the right people in the room? And um, so that, that is also one thing. Yeah, if, you, if you speak about um, uh, 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 making things easier, simpler, uh, less uh, complex. Uh, and, and the other thing is start conversations about what really matters. So if the purpose is not obvious in every corner of your organization, start to have the conversations on that. Um, just in your team. What do we really mean with that? And what does it mean eh? if, if we, for instance, say... Uh, we want to be more transparent. Okay, but what does that mean? We want to have less hierarchy. But what do we really understand about hierarchy? Mm. 
that are the easiest part. And that's also how we started way years ago with having sessions together and just discuss this and get understanding of each other also in the team that everyone has a different understanding about transparency and how that will be visible in your work how you will behave if you want to be more transparent because it's not only about talking and putting things on the wall but it's also about okay what do i need to show them so that are i think two things that you can yeah, more or less easily start with um, to create more understanding also in the teams and people amongst each other. Um, yeah. Very nicely said. So for all our listeners and viewers, uh, these are some concrete actions. If you have to take something, you could just jumpstart yourself with this. And of course, I would definitely recommend the book itself, it's a lovely book of lovely journeys. So please read Purpose Driven People by Elisa Hoffmeister. And it's really, really nice. I, I'm sure you'll get even more nuggets. Uh, Elisa, one last question for you then. Uh, if anybody would like to reach out to you, how do they reach out to you or where do they reach you? <laughs> I um, Yeah, you can find me, of course, uh, at LinkedIn. Uh, Alisa Hofmeister and also our company uh, has a page, uh, Twinkster. Um, we have our website uh, that is uh, uh, twinkster.com. Um, yeah, and of course we have email info at twinkster.com. So that's also easy. Uh, what do we have more? Instagram, Twitter. Yeah, but everything else. Just DM, just DM me and uh, then you get for sure an answer and let's stay connected. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks so much, Elise, for sharing that with everybody. And of course, for our listeners and viewers, we will share uh, the link to twinkster.com and also info at twinkster.com in our show notes. So you're not going to miss that. You can definitely connect back with Elise. So thank you again, Elise, for being on the show. It's been a privilege to have you here. And finally, I'm so glad we could bring you to this show. Thank you, uh, Sarika. It was really an uh, honor to be here with you and to have uh, our conversation. Thank you. Thank you. And for all our listeners and viewers, thank you so much for listening to us. And for those who are listening to us very newly, welcome to Perspectives of Change and do stay connected. If any questions, feel free to write to me as in write W-R-I-T-E, two as in the number two, M-E at sadekakarbanda.com. If you'd like to be on our show, do write a note, drop me a note on LinkedIn or my email and let's have a talk. Looking forward to see you at the next show. Thank you.